Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club podcast. This is episode 95. And first off, we just want to say a massive thank you for all the purchases with the merch, all the support. It's been absolutely mental. We were very, very excited to drop it, I think, in the process, like seeing the early illustrations from Catherine and just like how it's turning out. We were so pumped, but we still did not expect the reception that we got at all from it. So thank you so much, everyone, for the support. And yeah, we'll keep rolling. We'll keep keep doing our thing and uh, keep this uh, community going. I can't wait to see them out in out in the wild. Now that I know that they're out there somewhere, we just go to a sound running meet, and there's everyone's just wearing a t- wearing our faces. It'd be uh, it'd be. I think so also it's quite distinctive. Yeah. Like you, you, you can, can that's be cool. Yeah. So yeah, I, that, I'm so excited for all that, and just yeah, it's makes me very happy. It makes all of us very happy to have the support and just feel that sense of community with everyone and and all that. So we appreciate it a lot. But this episode is once again brought to you by Camelback. And today we have Oli taking on the task of the ad read. So Oli, take it away. Yeah. So I'm going to use George's bottle as an example of some fun facts about Camelback. He's already dinged at the bottom here. Looks like it's it's held up strong. Um, How how high was the drop? High. Got out of the cart. Too many things in my hand. And then the operator error completely no fault at all <laughs> camelback would make that clear and then i just smashed it on the road and then i had to take a hammer like it wouldn't uh sit straight anymore so i had to take a hammer and like hit the bottom to make it flat again and now it's perfect still it's perfect even using so, a hammer look at that there's like barely any i really i really put it put it through, put the, it ringer, through the ringer and it's um, in great working it's, order it's uh dishwasher safe um and you do not microwave it so don't stick it in there with your with, with your, your beat-ups with your beat-ups <laughs> mm-hmm. um, when you read you your beat-up wings yeah. do not put your account back in there. do not put your account back in there i actually was able to get one of these bottles and use it for the workout um this morning and i was very impressed because it was sitting in the sun for the whole workout and then i took a nice sip of cold water it was unreal um <laughs> water water um it's going yeah great. like if you'd like some camelback um coffee club all caps no spaces 20 percent off and uh yeah i mean i'm loving my camelback at the moment it's a good size but the cup holder thing that's a bit of an issue for me that's on that's on tesla though not camelback I was, I, i'm sending a nice paragraph to elon musk to be able to have cafe uh, camelback sponsored coffee club cup holders <laughs> that you can like put in and it's like quite... has an upper like thing where you can just dunk it in the top but yeah i'm loving my camelback at the moment and like the logo looks sweet so yeah if you guys want some uh coffee club all caps no space 20 percent off hell yeah check them out yeah, give them some out. love you know what to go on with the theme of george's bottle <laughs> you know <laughs> let's talk more about your you bottle. know when you get a new drink bottle and it just makes like drinking water like objectively more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I've had that the last week. That's so good. I had that this morning. Like, I'm you so happy you to hear get, that. I remember like not even. I remember like getting the Milrose bottle a couple years ago. That fun like shaped one mm. makes drinking you, water so fun. The problem with that one though was you got about twenty mils of water. <laughs> it was I was gonna say so it was like three sips. The big thing with the Camelback ones is like especially in the summer. One, yes, it's keeping it warm. I mean, cold. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. Or warm if you want that. Or warm, warm if you, you want, want that. They do everything. Yeah. But the big thing is, and we haven't gotten to the bottom of exactly what size our bottles are, <laughs> but it is the perfect size for like when you're actually training hard yeah. and you want to have a good amount of water after your run or after your workout. Like this is like 
the perfect size. So it really, it really does elevate your, uh, your hydration experience. So thank you to Camelback for sending us the stuff and fuck we got our head reads. <laughs> yeah, no, we crushed that one. Giveaway incoming in the next couple of weeks, so pay attention to our Instagram. But so last week uh, it was noted before this show by George that last week we spoke about other people all the time and we didn't even talk about us. Selfless. How boring. We're selfless. <laughs> we don't. We just we just care about the sport too much. And so to compensate for that, this episode is going to be completely about us. <laughs> And it's not without good reason, as we are all actually racing this week, yeah. which this is the first time this has happened since, should I take us back to sound running cross country? <laughs> <laughs> a trip down memory I lane. Gonna, I thought you were going to say the Roverito in Lausanne weekend that went uh, really bad for all of us. <laughs> yeah, we all had shocking races that week. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, sound that was actually decent for all of us so, yeah, yeah. We, we did well there yeah so once again we we, we survived the course that yeah. was the main that was the main goal so so this one is very exciting because we're all doing separate races and they're all very exciting in their own unique ways and one of the questions that we got from our q a a few weeks ago was walk us through a race week like what does your race week actually look like as professionals and so we're going to do our race previews but also we'll kind of individually touch on what our week leading up to the race looks like and especially probably those couple of days before but i think we'll go through it in a somewhat chronological order which means that i believe george is first george is up first so and you're going to we're going we're going cool. friday friday saturday sunday for the boys just to give you guys time to just process just <laughs> really take it in and then get ready for the next one we plan that out yeah um coffee club's going global george is running monaco steeple on friday the diamond very league, excited baby. second diamond league steeple and um one of the bigger one of the bigger diamond leagues for sure monaco the big one i said that to ritz and haas when he told me i was like damn i this is sick and i was not expecting to run in monaco my first year doing the steeple so pretty epic opportunity if you can't run fast in monaco where the fuck can you <laughs> don't say that, don't say that. <laughs> i didn't do they typically have a steeplechase there it's because monaco is known for the 1500 until fucking Jakob came around and like yeah. made Oslo now they haven't had one in like a couple of years but monaco used to be the spot that used to be where everyone would run 328 like the winner would run 328 for sure like it's a beautiful track i have a bit of personal connection with that track i haven't been there yet my dad lived in monton uh for a few years he used to train at as monaco there used to be a big, fat, hairy guy that would do three-minute Ks on a bike. And he used to jump on with the other runners and do three-minute Ks, like, uh, most afternoons. So uh, he has a very special place in his heart for, for Monaco. And it's nice to see Coffee Club TC uh, finally getting some... Back in Monaco. Back in Monaco. Yeah. So I'm excited for you, George. This is the question, though. Um, F1, who are you going to be hanging out with? Which, which driver <laughs> are you going to be on the, bo- at the boat with after? I was thinking I was going just knock, going on knocking, knocking on doors. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're racing in Hungary this weekend. That's I checked. Right. Mm. Dude, that sucks as well because also all the pro cyclists live there and they're all... They're, they're all, all on the tour. Pro- gone as <laughs> well. No one's there. Monaco's going to be freaking dead. <laughs> what am I going to yeah. do? I don't know. Just, just probably keep... go to the... What's the big casino? The, is that Monte the Monte Carlo? Monte Carlo. Just go wait, spend some money there. Spend all my prize money. Spend all your prize money after the people, yeah. <laughs> I wonder I mean, what the minimums are there. I bet you oh, it's... A lot. More than the price money. <laughs> Deposit yeah. on a house, probably. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, do you, what's the field looking like for Monaco, George? For some reason, the field is in the entries is very small right now. But I'm not sure if that's just because they often kind of put out a an early list and then... 
the headliner. As the days go by. George. George. <laughs> as the days, they kind of like add in one or two people a day. Like that's yeah. how the Stockholm field started as like a half field. And then like I got added kind of later and then just a few people started getting added in the last few days. So, um, but Albuquerque's back in action and his like... He just ran Poland a couple of days ago. I was going to say, it's probably fourth like 14th steeple, steeple of the season. How did Poland go for him? He won it. 8-1. Another win by like 5 he, or 6. He, he did have that interesting um, interaction with an athlete where he just slapped him on the head after the race. No, no, no context now, covered that. And I saw it and I was like, wow, he was probably really tired and probably trying to congratulate the guy on a good race and just slapped him in the head. Maybe he's, that's a new thing. I don't very know. Very funny. He is just head and shoulders above he's everyone. He's so tall. Apart from, well... Literally that too, but yeah. I was talking about how good he is at Stockholm. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, figuratively and literally. He hasn't raced Goma yet this season. I'm surprised they weren't like trying to... You think they put some money into that? Uh, they might have like tried and mm-hmm. failed, so... Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's like going to be a late entry. Mm-hmm. I had a name for El Bacali, but I don't know if it's going to work. What is it? El Baklava. Baklava. I think that El Baklava Bacali. It's, it's a bit of a mouthful. It's a bit of a mouthful. Do you think... Okay, I'm not trying to like step on any Middle Eastern country's toes right now, but is baklava big in Morocco or is it more like... I think it's... Greek. I think it's more Turkey. Oh, Turkish, yeah. So I don't know if like that would be like offensive. Yeah, to call that's, that's probably why I was holding back on that. Yeah, so that, one, that one's pending. We're, we're pending it's not that official. one, but we'll just, we'll just stick with El Bacali for now. Yeah, <laughs> pending. Pending. <laughs> Motion shell. We'll, we'll wait for El Bacali. We'll, we'll DM us we'll at Coffee Club and be like, yes or no. You know, he, he, he probably watched We'll put show. that in the pipeline and yeah. then we'll activate it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope that comes through because for our next spoiler on our next merch, uh, I think we were already thinking that because the, the, the running podcast about nothing shirt, which is by far like the best seller, our favorite, it's a kitchen. I think the next one would be to move to the living room and have all this up there I mean, you, could, you could have a, like a box of like baklava there for him yeah, in yeah. the living room just a little thought if he's lucky yeah he's, he's, <laughs> there's an elite company made the shirt mm-hmm. so well done to everyone that did make the shirt you know uh what people were upset about what's that they wanted they wanted some more they, they people were messaging me about more references that we missed which i even forgot about there's like 40 references yeah. on and there. i'm like are you not satisfied so we're gonna have to re- <laughs> revise yeah. Uh, well that's why it's gonna be a second shirt and that's why we have to make a second shirt we should end with the finale in the bathroom the the bathroom's like the last you have to start making we have to like think about that and start making more bathroom based references for people's names which I mean it is weird that the UTI pills are in the kitchen those those should probably be in the bathroom so some bowel movement yeah (laughs) so you know we'll see what happens with that but it's because they're on the they're on the bottom shelf. I didn't even <laughs> notice that Cooper teardrops one is the teardrop. I didn't even yeah. I just saw that just then. Wow, dude, it's a lot of references. Yeah, but right. what's well, this all part of the race preview? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who else apart from El Bacali is in the um, Big headliner, Big Bird himself. Not Mason Felic is making the trip. Nice. Unfortunately, he's got that mile of speed, man. Yeah, <laughs> he does. But I, you, I you was, got that mile of speed too. So it's I was sad to see him not make the team yeah fourth place in usa so that's always tough but good good place to um to make, yeah to bounce back and yeah. go to monaco and run fast so he'll well, be there he'll, he'll have you to sprint down you know with i don't even know who else yeah any other americans or just him no surprisingly not bernard or i don't know what yeah we've talked about Which a bit how uh, the steeple this year has not been the most like consistent like group of it hasn't been like a big like 
top five or ten heavy hitter list in the steeple. I mean, they've been amazing. They've been literally the world record, like the top two we've talked about, how they've just been crushing it. But like beyond that, um, it's been relatively open. I mean, I don't really, I've obviously paid a lot more attention to the steeple this year than other years. So maybe this is normal, but it seems like, I don't know, that that third spot is open. Hey, man, I... <laughs> I think the steeple is going to be an interesting one because when you look at the like the racing, the pure racing of the steeple, there's way more like contention with like the top guys in the world. So it's going yeah. to be. I mean, you do have those guys that are those two, Germer and Bacali. It's about to call them Bacalbo again. Um, like just head and heels over the rest, and like you said, George. But head and heels. <laughs> Go back to head and shoulders. You let me finish. Um, head and heels over the rest. <laughs> what does that mean? It's the combine, opposite. You combine head over heels and head and shoulders together. <laughs> he used head over heels for something that it doesn't mean. Yeah, it doesn't mean head over. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's too good. <laughs> so I think I think it's going to be a very competitive final, and it'd be nice to see you know some up and coming steeplers come in and stick their nose in it. Yeah, I mean George came freaking fourth last time, so it's like just. I'm sure a lot of those really good guys, those eight ten tight runners, will be in that. Like at the end of the day, like when you get on the start line, I bet it's going to be a bunch of eight ten guys, even if we're not sure right now. And then it'll be a matter of you running with them and hopefully working through them. And yeah, just building on your confidence going into worlds. Is this your only race before worlds? Or are you going to do some more? Do you think? There's there's talk of a over fifteen hundred a couple of weeks out, mm-hmm. kind of a local one, local in terms of near ish to Samaritz. Um, but maybe we'll see how see how the body comes off Monaco and um, just play that by ear probably sweet well, yeah so that's Friday leaving leaving tomorrow a lot of the crew is out tomorrow a lot of the crew is out tomorrow just got the upgrade very happy to very happy to announce <laughs> my, <laughs> my, my, my the, the big upgrade or the little upgrade big upgrade big upgrade do you know what the a little hack is you ever use seatguru.com? <laughs> oh, not this again. I remember you telling me about this. Apparently, it shows you the most preferred seats on a flight, right? It's actually, if anyone is wants to just hack the plane a little bit, go seatguru.com and you put in your flight and it gives you like every seat on the plane and it like gives you like red ones that like might be bad because they like don't recline or like close to like the toilets or something. And then... Mm-hmm, so in, mm-hmm. I have seen this before. I it's actually quite useful because then at the front of the plane, you know. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't matter because you just got upgraded. No, no, no. But there are. <laughs> There's still better and worse seats in the upgrade. Yeah, because <laughs> you know how some of the business class seats like are adjacent to the aisle, yeah. so that when like. <laughs> God, you're, you're, you're talking Guys, about it so much. <laughs> I I wanted to put a ban on talking about upgrades because I am not. United Platinum, so I don't even like. I don't get upgrades or anything. Hey, you're talking about one K here. One K. Sorry, you guys are one K. I don't even like. I'm not part of this, and it is. I get that it's a big deal, but for those who aren't involved, it's just you know, (laughs) it's bullshit. It's actually we should ban it after after I explain because I was going to tell Ollie you should pick the seat that isn't. There's some that like a a, there's like a bulkhead thing before the seat between the aisles, so you're not going to get hit by the person coming through. Wait, wait, so can you change your seat when you've been upgraded? You can. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, that, that I'm going to do some research after the pod. Cheers, George. That was a, that. Little that was a shocking little nugget. A little, little, little nugget of knowledge. But, well, this yeah. is all part of the, the race week, I guess. It is. This is <laughs> talking about race week because that's tomorrow. And hey, you've got to keep the legs, the money makers working and relaxed. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. What's your, what's and this is the closest I'm trying to race off a flight to Europe. Like yeah. this is get in Wednesday night, race 
Friday night. Mm-hmm. So the upgrade is hopefully going to help the body feel a little better. Well, you guys are both racing like relatively soon uh, after making a long flight to Europe, shorter for you, but five like five days for you. Like, what are you are your guys like long flight routines? Do you have any, or does it just like depend on the vibe? I, I definitely try and like do my routine before bed. Like I'll I'll take um, like a little um, like a Ziploc bag and then put like my vitamin D, my iron, um, my magnesium, and I'll have like if you're fortunate enough to move up in the plane. <laughs> right. um, we'll don't, don't, we'll, don't say we'll, that you don't say we'll that you get you, this episode. You get and that's banned. Okay, you get a little <laughs> toothbrush and a little like uh, Colgate toothpaste, and I like brush my teeth. I'll like wash like use a. Uh, face moisturizer like i'll use stuff to like make me feel like i'm fresh and ready for bed kind of stimulate my mind to believe that i'm gonna go to sleep even though i might not but i i do that that's my routine when i'm on a long flight um i also like to mix things up apparently now this could be an oddly fact where i'm talking absolute rubbish but apparently you're you're most creative when you're in the air something to do with the altitude or something to do with being i don't believe that at all you are your most creative when you're in the air who told you that I, I saw it on a reel on Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> but when I was I flew um, when I was when I was I was drawing or, or writing or doing something, and I felt like I was very much like in the rhythm when I was doing it, and I believed. Do that. you think it's just because you don't have access to like your phone, like and stuff? Could be a factor, but, but that's because you're in the air. Planes are pressurized to like literally like seven or eight thousand feet, which is you could just drive to need and have the exact same. Or flick. But in general, I, th- I think you, maybe... Wait, I don't know that super planes are... Pre- Does that mean you're getting altitude training in a plane? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, Got to take some more flights. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I'll do that. I'll, like, I'll try and mix things up that I do. And then I usually walk around and like poke uh, teammates. Well, unfortunately, my flight... Well, now, no you, one now you have flight. a Nintendo Switch. So that's probably... That's gonna, dangerous. That's going to be a game changer. That's going to be a game changer because I'm going to be playing... I haven't played a lot of Zelda game yet. And there's so much of that game to play where I, I could see myself playing for like nine hours, mm-hmm. not sleeping at all, not even like mm-hmm. moving. But I will be moving and stretching and doing exercises for to get ready, you know. Yeah. But I try, I try and I try and be good on flights, you know. I have a little bit. I, most important thing I think is to brush brushing the teeth. Yeah. Because that like Big puts one. you in like sleep mode. Because mm-hmm. that's what I do before I go to sleep normally. So then getting the teeth brushed. What about a shower? You, you don't get you a shower. George, George loves to have a shower before bed. That's so, George's routine. So do I. I I'm, I'm a big go to bed clean. Do, do you have a cold shower before bed or do you have a hot shower? Um, I try and have a cold shower every day. What? But one minute cold shower every day. Hmm. Sometimes it's in like the earlier shower of the day, but okay. often at night. Yeah. Especially this time of year. Cause it, it's if we're flying Emirates, you could do that. I was they about have, to say, have a shower. I need to fly like in, Singapore, in Emirates, like... Wow. sweet they have like yeah. a shower and stuff but That's crazy yeah that i think brushing the teeth big game changer for yeah flights. i'm like so on a flight i'm i like to get up a lot otherwise i get like really stiff so i'm like pretty annoying like I'll, I'll almost always take an aisle seat so i can get up a lot but i've gone through like the full spectrum spectrum of when i was like a bit younger and i was i don't know if like more serious is the right word but i would really try and like sleep on a plane but i can't sleep at all so I'd essentially just like put like my my uh, little face mask on and like listen to music for like seven hours straight, which gets really boring. What's the music you listen to? I normally find an album that I like and then I just play that. Like I'll download it before the flight. Yeah. So, but now I just kind of say fuck. It definitely depends. 
if like I'm going for like a massive race, like if I was going to world champs, I would probably still try and do that. Mm. I would like plan out like when I should normally sleep and then I would try to do that routine. But now I just like watch movies until like my eyes really hurt. (laughs) (laughs) This is the other issue with the planes though, is that every time I get onto a longer flight, like little flights doesn't really matter. There's like, I've always seen everything, but for some reason, every time I go on a longer flight, there's like a new two or three movies and I'm like, Oh shit! I didn't haven't seen them, and then I start watching them, and then I realize I got like two hours of flight left, haven't slept, and I'm like, oh, well, my, great. My favorite nice, thing. Nice job, Ollie. <laughs> nice job, Ollie. Good job, Ollie. My favorite thing is to find like a whole Netflix series and just watch that all on the like yeah. one flight. Do you know what I crashed on the way to Stockholm? Like every Brooklyn Nine Nine episode they had on there. Dude, I love that. That's show. actually really funny. Wow, that's I, I've like never seen it. It yeah. was only like. I think they had like 10 episodes on there. I think I've watched the first good. two mm-hmm. episodes of the Tour de France documentary. I'm going to watch the rest of that. That'd and be then I'm going to watch The Bear. I well. was thinking of downloading The Bear and the uh, quarterback one. I'm, I'm, two, I'm, two, I'm two episodes <laughs> in the quarterback one. It's quite um, good. Yeah. Joe loves it. It's, Joe recommended it. Joe, Joe loves it. Max. I mean, it's not surprising that they can make a really cool show out of quarterbacks do you, in the NFL. Do you reckon they'll ever make an origin show about Coffee Club? Probably like HBO Max, like intense music, dramatic, like just the pain that Morgan went through. Ninety-four weeks of it's gonna be it's gonna be six, sick because like this will probably be on it right now. Yeah. So like you know in the future they're Oof, gonna tell us. Just, but when we've taken over the world, yeah. then well, it'll be the point where Coffee Club is like one of the options on the plane. <laughs> you could watch We're episodes. Our own entertainment channel. Yeah. That would be amazing. Okay, so you could watch episodes. <laughs> That'd be, be crazy. That's the dream. How much do you think we would have to pay United to say you can only show a <laughs> like, exclusive? Hey, guys, no, we have, no, not oh, the honor, but Singapore and Emirates. Yeah, yeah, you guys have an exclusive deal with Coffee Club, and it'd be one of the annoying ones for like you're not allowed to turn your TV off. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you know how you know how on the old planes. They used to have the ones that come down from the roof and like everyone's watching it. Everyone yeah. like has to watch the same one. It'll just be that. Oh, oh no. that'd be so cool. All right, we'll, we'll make that happen. <laughs> we'll, we'll, that'll, that's, in the, that's in the pipeline. In the pipeline. So do you feel oh, like shit. you've done a good job talking about your race week, George? <laughs> I feel like we didn't get to it. I don't even know what we covered. Yeah. I just covered that you're going to Monaco, the field's small. and uh... Today, I guess, is the start of the week because it's Monday. Mm-hmm. This is the start of the race week. So we worked out this morning, a little threshold. Did two 400s over hurdles. Actually feeling good again. I had a bit of a rough week last week. Um, not a rough, like, actually felt good by the end of the week. But I butchered the start of the week. Had a big workout with Ollie and Mario. And not to go too far into it. But as I'm sure it's been clear, and like other people, we've been experimenting with bicarb over the last few months. And had some great experiences. Taking it for some races, not taking it for some. Took it for this workout, which... We pretty much never do. It was kind of a big one we did in the evening. And I was like, I don't know what I did, but... You were seeing stars. I was like delusional. Yeah. It was in the evening, it was quite hot. And I don't know if I just hadn't drunk enough, but I was... And I was like just super dehydrated. But I don't know how like... Because the bicarb is a huge amount of sodium. If anyone hasn't <clears throat> um, been following the Morton uh, journey for bicarb... Because it's like sodium bicarbonate, so you have to have a ton of sodium in it. So I don't know if I was like retaining. Well, but then I don't know if that would I, be dehydrated. I think you, you're pretty good at drinking water. I am not good at drinking water. I'm trying to get better at that. You're pretty good with that stuff. It could just be like just, one of, those days. Or, just one of those days. Yeah, just hot. It could be. It, could it be was any, like the worst factor. I've felt in a workout in in a long of the year easily. So and then the next two days was was brutal running mm. for some reason. But then we had another good workout on 
Like three days later. Yeah, you worked out with me, Mario. And yeah, was Yara in that one as well? Yara came back yeah. after USA's for workout. Yeah, so Yara was feeling, <laughs> feeling good. But um, you, you did great it's, in that workout as well. It's been nice, actually. I've been working out pretty much exclusively with the 15 boys since the last Europe trip, which has been a nice change because I was kind of just with Joe and, and the Jonas crew before the Europe trip. <clears throat> and I honestly probably find the the 15 workouts like the slightly more natural to me. Um, it, working out with Joe is just always hard. So <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that's been that's been fun to to run a bit faster and um, so ended the week quite well. Mm-hmm. And then another good one this morning. And then yeah, leaving tomorrow night. Yeah, solo trip to Monaco. Yeah. Actually, Ritz is coming. Ritz. He, I'm, I'm excited. For he's, him. N- he's never been to Monaco either. No, I'm excited for him because he. I think the one race when he was when I was talking to him. Um, uh, in the gym the one race like he's really like adamant about going to was the Monaco steeple so mm. um, it's going to be pretty exciting I kind of want to go <laughs> yeah I want to go to Monaco yeah I feel like if, yeah, if yeah. Uh, the Monaco meet director if they're ever interested in having two Aussies commentate particularly <laughs> the steeple um, you know you can fly us in yeah. I mean we, we can right. even fly us in premium economy we don't even need to be like this is class for us like, we, can, we can fly in premium economy me and Morgan can you know do some good commentating there. I think we do a good job. Maybe they'll bring the fifteen hundred back. Yeah, maybe. Point. Yeah, and then sure. Yeah, and five, a five k. Five k. Then we can all race. You know. Yeah. One happy family. Yeah. yeah. So once you get to Monaco you know, on Wednesday, mm-hmm. what kind of ha- what kind of is the plan between that and race on Friday? Just chill. There's a the good point ready. actually. That's kind of a. <clears throat> it's nice in the dome. Like they they treat you quite well. Like they, I think they probably pick me up from the airport. Yeah. Or shuttle or something. You get in. I already got a DM on, on Instagram saying that the the winter car tech win, winter care people were there, like the tech car machine like treatment, and I could like book an appointment already. So they're really good with like. Interesting <clears throat> that they DM'd you for that. Yeah, isn't it? Right? <laughs> yeah. You they probably get, saw Jordy's calves online. They're like, oh, I'd love to take get my machine on that. Oh my goodness! And they're like, let's take our those. Let's make cars. it happen. They have like let's really nice happen. treatment schedules at Diamond League, so that's always nice off the plane, like. I had saw a pretty good chiropractor in Stockholm as well. So try and, I guess it'll just be the next day, pre-meet, get some treatment, definitely go for a swim in the mid. Oh, you have to go for a swim. That's, it, that's, on, the, that's on the to-do list. That's probably sure. like the most, like after a long flight, yeah. getting some salt feeling. water. Yeah, that's the best thing for your, your body. Life. Can you absorb electrolytes through your skin? Is that a thing? Don't see why not. I don't not. think I'm a frog, but... <laughs> don't see why not. You could always try it. I will try. You just sit in the bath with electrolytes <laughs> in, the, in the hotel. I mean, if it doesn't work, you can just also drink the seawater yeah. as well. Roommate-wise, <laughs> genius. Roommate-wise, though, I mean, I'm interested to see who you get as a roommate. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. Could is Walshy is Walshy doing? No, song? none of the buddy. All the Kiwis were in uh, Poland. I, we Damn and, it. Me and Hamish, high jumper, with roomies in mm-hmm. Stockholm. That was nice. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Pretty pretty basic when you get there. So short before Try and grab a coffee. Hmm. Uh, did Joe, Joe's, Joe and Sage have been there before? I have to ask them for some racks. Might have to. Yeah. yeah. Sleep yeah. a lot. Sleep a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then then Samaritz on Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wait for these guys. Yeah. Get yeah. get excited about their races. And take care. Brush your hair. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Meals by Kuj. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's Monaco. That's going to be so sick. So we're pumped to see that. Kicking uh, off the Coffee Club race weekend. Yeah, the trifecta. In style. Sitting the In tone, style. hopefully. It's yeah. the, I don't know how to say it. It's like a Coffee Club long weekend. Like it should be a public holiday. <laughs> I mean, Everyone should, should probably take Friday. This weekend. People should probably take Friday off yeah. for the long weekend. 
Go to the pub. Go to the pub, and it'll be on the. When TV. would it ever happen that we're eating Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Like that should be a, a celebration. This is the best weekend of the year, hundred <laughs> percent. So forget about world champs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I guess technically I'm racing next. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. So my one's a little close to home. A nice little trip to LA. We were discussing what race I was going to do like a month ago, and there were some other options over in Europe, and then this LA sound running meet came around and I was like, yeah, let's just go to good old LA, just a 90 minute flight. And just so easy to go there just two days before. So I'll leave on Thursday, racing on Saturday. Uh, is also racing 800, little couples trip with Kelsey and Colin as our, <laughs> I'm not sure what roles they are in the couple, but, uh, it's going to be very nice. I mean, you guys all know when you go to a meet with like a smaller group of people, there's nothing wrong. Like, it's awesome when we go with a big team, but when you go with a small group of people, it makes things so easy. Particularly booking dinner reservations. Cause, like, that's that, what I'm thinking that's, of. That's the hardest thing is, like, when you have 12 people and you're like, oh, shit. Eating yeah. food, getting coffee. Yeah. Like, there's a... Even transport. Even yeah. Getting 12 people to agree <laughs> on, like, a restaurant or a lunch. Probably <laughs> the biggest... love every person to death, but they're always going to have a different opinion. Like, dude, I just, like, just want to answer. The biggest point of tension with our team is... I'm like, if we're in like LA or whatever and people will wake up and go get coffee and they just want to like chill and go get coffee, often Ritz will give them their credit card and you have to like buy coffee for the whole team. Because yeah. <laughs> Ritz is really annoying. Ritz will try and be a good bloke and be like, hey, I'll get the coffee this time. And then you have to order like, 15, have to order like 15 coffees. Yeah. So that's always a potential drama uh, starter. But uh, moving on from that, LA trip with just a few of us, um, sound running meet. Should be pretty cool. I mean, it's actually a really good meet. A lot of the good US people are still choosing to do it rather than go over to Europe, which makes sense. And so a lot of good meet um, people there competing. The 5K is an interesting one. The field continues to get just a little bit better every day. I don't know if you guys have heard, but I think I just saw Charles Hicks' name on the start Ooh. list. So New bowel movement uh, teammate? Yeah. yeah. And I saw also, this might be wrong, but I think I saw Kieran... How do I say his last name? Mom? No. Um, Wait, the Thai. The Thai bound. Oh, Tantavit. Tantavit. But also, I'm pretty sure he just raced he just Houston. Houston. So I don't know if they just entered him in both. But then also, Kai Robinson is on the start list. And what's the FSU kid? I can never remember. Ahmed. 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 Yeah. And Sam Fasoni. He's been with uh, Mike, Mike Smith Elite yeah. for the last couple of months. So. Yeah. So there's definitely some really good guys doing it. And the pace is meant to be really hot. Like they said 1307 pace. Whether it is actually 1307 pace remains to be seen. But I mean, my, if you like know my story, you know, like I'm not, um, this is my first race in a long time. So I'm really trying to win. have like, <laughs> to, <laughs> I'm really trying to go out there and start off with a bang yeah. and just win it all. Um, PB, hopefully. PB, sub 13. And Australian record. Crowd. Australian et cetera, record. et cetera. But no, and I'm actually talk about how you haven't hit speed work yet. Yeah, haven't done it yet. Just act super like shocked, like wow, that was really easy. Well, I don't know, I don't know where. <laughs> you, like, you just only run sound means. <laughs> I know, I like, I don't mean to. I mean, I guess that's what happened when you're fucking injured. Yeah. You can't get into diamond leagues. Gets a little hard. <laughs> just wait, wait around from the cross country meet. Yeah, it was so good. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm back. But yeah, expectations. I'm trying to keep them pretty low so that but have fun. But have fun, yeah. yeah. Be back racing. Like I really want to do well, and I'm having some good signs, like signs of really good fitness. But, He's been looking good. Yeah, but it's just, I'm just like don't every, want to get too. Every time up. Morgan goes a lap around the track, you just see the rest of the team just go, "Oof, he looks good." So yeah, that's always a good sign. There's his low expectations. He can absolutely 
crush them. Now. Usually, <laughs> when Morgan, usually when Morgan says he has low expectations, it's like, yeah. shit, he's going to run really well. <laughs> no, no, dude, I was literally, I, I had a meeting with my sports psych today and I was talking to three and I'm like, yeah, I really just, like, three weeks ago, I had, like, really low expectations and I just felt really comfortable with that. So I just want to keep that going. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. We'll keep that going. But, but, yeah, that's the great thing about it, though, with the low expectations is you, you go off a race and you just crush it and you're like, well, I guess I'm going to have high expectations now. Yeah. Never low expectations. I mean, the reality is, like, with the build-up, there is just a lot of uncertainty. So that is why I'm trying to have low expectations and also the type of person that I am, like, I've never been, like, a Joe Klecker or, like, Ollie even where, like, I think you guys can more go into a race and be like, I want to run this time and go and try and run that time, like, from the front. I've always been, honestly, more similar to George where it's, like, I want to be in, like, you need to be in good shape first, but, like, I want to be in, like, a 13-10 race and then compete and then hopefully I run 13-10. That's how I like to approach it considering I don't really know what form I'm in. I just want to try, like, kind of feel it out see how quick they're going like stick on the back of that pack and hopefully feel good uh through the first like 3k and kind of work through because last year in my only 5k the Roveretto trip uh we went out really hard i was like i was also very uncertain what 5k shape i was in for that one and so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna like go for it and it did not go very well we 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 all blew up really hard so i don't want that to happen but um as the boys mentioned, like the lead into this one has been pretty good. I've did my first more like 5k workout last week on Monday, which went really well. Got my lactic numbers highest I've ever seen them. And then on Friday, I did lab testing for the first time, which I guess we could get into a bit. Uh, we talked a long time ago when Santara Tech Olov came to visit about a bit about it and how there's kind of a group of four of us who like they're starting doing testing with this year with the hopes of being able to do that with the whole team next year and in the coming years and i was one of those four but i was like pretty injured at the time when they started doing their lab testing so this was my first one and it was pretty sick Uh, i think we already went through the procedure you do like a step test where they're making you run um 15 seconds faster a mile for in like six minute increments i don't know if that made sense what i just said to just try find like your threshold levels and the basic numbers, like I haven't gotten it like analyzed. The basic numbers were like that my LT2 was around 5.30 pace. And then like my LT1 was like 4.55 to 5 minute pace, which is just extremely standard. And like, it's good though, because it shows like I'm fit. Mm. Um, and so that's good. And then after that, you do a VO2 max test, which is very daunting. It's very daunting to be t- like hooked up to a mask and be like know that you're about to go all out on the treadmill to run as hard as you can (laughs) like literally as hard as you can like until exhaustion like that's just a really weird thing to conceptualize you're like am i gonna fall off the back of this and like they make you sign a waiver don't they yeah they make you sign a waiver for falling off the back of the treadmill they put a mattress at the back there's an air mattress behind it so i was like wow this is gonna be legit this doesn't this is kind of scary but i already kind of told the boys this but and like the big thing is like you have they have all your data and so you're also in the back of your mind you're like all right, don't be a pussy. Like, like, this is an all-out test. Mm. Running all-out is very painful. And you know that, and you're going to have to endure it, and you're going to have to, like, find your limit and kind of push through it because, you know, it's always going to kind of feel like that. But that section actually went pretty well. I think I was running, like, close to 410 pace at the end, which, I mean, I've, like, barely run that pace for a long time, and it felt pretty good. I mean, it felt extremely hard, actually. 
I had to stop, <laughs> but relatively good, uh, as good as you could expect. And then like my numbers were pretty good. So, um, turns out Morgan's really good at running. Yeah. What a surprise. Yeah. Big surprise there. Yeah. That's some good potential. Just gotta stay healthy and keep it going. But this is the greatest thing about this test for me, for you is that you have all this information now, even with the lactate testing, you can kind of see where you are and then mm-hmm. it's like, you don't. Yeah, you just, you just know where you are, know where your good places are, which I think is like a big factor into just like staying healthy, consistent, and then being able to deliver results. Yeah. Really good beneficial thing. I had to do a lab test to find out that a full-time <laughs> NCAA champ has potential. Yeah, yeah, we had to. That was the funniest thing about Reds. Reds just walked in and he goes, well, it's official, guys. Morgan's talented. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like laughing. I was like, wait, what? He's like, oh, he's talking about the test. It's like, yeah, yeah. It will be good to compare it like when we do previous ones and I've done more training. I really wish everyone could do it because it's just interesting even like because the numbers don't tell you everything i mean if you if you're lactic if your like threshold speed is really high yeah like no shit you're really good but like vo2 max like all these numbers they're just more interesting than actually they can't just say exactly what you're going to run on Saturday. no like they can't tell you anything like that but it's really interesting to see they can give you a bit of an idea of like what type of athlete you are which you have to be like you have to have the knowledge to interpret the data because I don't have that. And that's why we have like Santara Tech Consulting to help us out with that. Especially with looked at your data? Not yet. But apparently from the test, like they can tell like if you're a 5K runner compared to a 1500 meter runner. I should have done that fucking yeah. test years ago. Yeah, what are you doing, George? Why do you keep racing? I mean, at the end of the day, the, the best test is going and doing the races. But they can... Because that was... When that we hasn't were, worked yet. <laughs> True. All right, we'll put I want to do the test now, too. I'm really... Like, well, good, what did it tell you? Well, you're in the, I right, you're in the that, right of me? I haven't got that data yet, to be honest. But it did tell me that my fat burning was really good. So, so a marathon. Marathon, potentially. Because yeah. the funny thing is, this is like a little inside knowledge into some private information. Well, we'll get the scoop. Like Helen's fat burning is like terrible really? for a marathoner. That's why that's like one of the things that she needs to work on. And that's why fueling is so important for her because oh. she burns a lot of carbs when she runs. So yeah. Hmm. Like, interesting. I mean, she's amazing. She won the best marathon. <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows she has a lot of potential to improve, like specifically at the marathon. So it does show you interesting stuff like that. But I really hope that everyone can do it because I think we would get a really like wide range, even though at the end of the day, we're all somewhat similar athletes. Like when you step on the track, it'd be interesting to see all the different kind of angles that we come at it from. And I'm excited to get my daughter a bit more, but at the end of the day, it was just like a really solid, uh, another very solid, like uh, workout essentially for me last week. So I've been really resting up this week. I've had like a bunch more easy days than normal. The other thing that's been interesting is I don't know how much people listening will care about this, and how much you can even like read into this, but I wear my watch all the time. So I like pay a little bit of attention to my HRV data, which is one of those things that, I mean, companies use it to sell products and stuff without, I think the research on it is pretty good, but I don't think it's like definitive by any means. But after those workouts, like it's the first time I've really seen like my HRV take big dips, which just means like you're training hard, you're training hard and you're like, you're tired. And then when I've been able to recover across these last couple of days, it's been going back up. So it's been interesting to see that for the first time. And maybe this is something to the double threshold, but like if I did a big threshold day, even if I ran like six to eight miles on the track, my HRV would not go down very much, but doing a much shorter volume amount of intense training, it went down a lot. So interesting to see. 
very interesting and it makes that sense is, it does make sense like based on how you just feel which i think is always at the end of the day like the best indicator but yeah so that's how i'm looking going into it i'll have the final pre-race workout on wednesday before the saturday race which i think is pretty typical like that's probably the most typical thing we would do like if you like you guys have all this travel and stuff so that makes it a bit more complicated but like with an easy travel race like a pre-race workout which is probably like half a workout or two-thirds of like a proper workout for us we'll do so i have like four eight hundreds and then i think i have some 200s or 400s as well and then i'll head over on thursday and then just pre-race on friday which one thing that's funny i don't know if you guys like what you guys think about this but i don't think ritz ritz has never given us like a pre-race like thing he he lets us all do yeah mostly like the pre-race that we all weren't from either like college or before college he just leaves it up to you so behind the scenes a lot of people wouldn't see this but mario yard and i like have been racing every race together besides usa's obviously but we'll go to pre-meet we'll all do the same warm-up like drills and regular running but once it gets to like running strides or doing like maybe some like small threshold stuff he just lets you go and like mario yard and myself all three of us have different things that we do before the race which then is like you just picked up from the past yeah like i do stuff that i did with nick and, yeah. and gavin and like um mario has something that works for him that he learned i think with maybe the spanish team or mm-hmm. and then yara just kind of just like oh, i'll do this yeah. <laughs> even it even goes to the point where our, our actual race day routines and warm-ups are different yeah and i think this is something that's going to change i think that so some people on the team, George does it sometimes, will do some threshold in their warm-up before a race, which uh, I'm not sure like how many people know this, but that's kind of like a more new new age thing to do. Like Jakob yeah. does Jakob it. Does a lot and of a lot of, if you go to a Diamond League, a lot of the guys running the 1500 doing that. and just all those events are doing it. And so when we actually do the, the testing protocol that I did on Friday, the whole thing is written by Olov, Norwegian coach. And so the warm-up is written by him as well. And you do threshold in the warm-up. So it was my first time actually doing it. Makes How you feel, many feels pretty minutes? good. It was like two or three at 520 pace. Two or three minutes at 520 pace, which is... Mm-hmm. I have felt not, pretty good. I have not gone over to the line of doing that. I've been watching people do it and they're like, oh, I'll just stick to my thing. However, for my moving forward to my next races, I am going to try it. Because I think it will help my body in particular, my pelvis. Do you know the only time... Well, I know you have done it was when we paced Jakob and Joe because I made you we were like <laughs> only pacing the next day so then we made the pre-meet like like we did quite a lot because we were like I oh, would just pacing tomorrow so we did like maybe we did like two 800s or something I think we did two 800s yeah which more than I would usually do but and then we did like a bunch of strides that day because yeah. you do it in your warm-up as well though nah I didn't do actually that's not warm-up. actually I don't think we did but we saw Jakob booking it in the dark yeah. around that turf field. so i know i don't know the full extent of his warm-up routine but obviously spending a lot of time with jingy i can see like things that he does and one big thing that he'll do with his brothers fingy sometimes is that they'll do like i think it's about five minutes of like probably running five minutes i think it's pretty structured what they do yeah like they'll do it's very very it's, it's very much the same and then in rabat they did like a session that was very much like threshold and then quicker stuff um well it's interesting the 1500 is interesting because you run a very quick pace but then a lot of you guys come from these strength backgrounds so it makes sense to do the threshold stuff because the big thing i think we've talked about this before the 800 guys they'll do a really fast rep like 45 minutes before a race now that's kind of like it's pretty standard in the 800 where i think it's about 45 minutes they'll do like 300 meters at race pace which is like a very big rep using your body 
using your body in cooking terms, you just marinate the chicken and then you put it on that hot grill. Ready to go. I see it. Yeah, you want it, hot, you, sear. hot sear. You want it by the time you put it on the grill to be tss. You don't want it to like have to work yeah. up. You want yeah. You need that grill to be, it needs to be working a little bit. You see the right temperature. It's, I think it's the seasoning of yeah. the meat. The seasoning of the meat. I think that's what it is. Either way. The race is the sear. Either way. Pre-season. I'm going to try it out. I'm going yeah. to give it a shot because I've been looking at my warm-up routine for my races and it's pretty shit. Like it's pretty bad. Like I, I, I'm like looking at it thinking like I can definitely do better with this. But that's why that's why I said I think it'll change is because as Olaf becomes like Dathan just works more with him. I wouldn't be surprised if that's one of the things that Dathan asked him like what's a good protocol here and then he tests it out with the whole team. I wouldn't be surprised. I think the thing is like especially for 1500 like the work we do to get ready for 1500 is workouts that are like 10 times the length of the race. So mm. like if you do something beforehand, it's not that's not like tiring you out because the volume is so low yeah. for the race that like that's what you're used to. It's like, what you're used to anyway. It's not like that's gonna. It's very rare in a workout that your first rep is your fastest rep. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we're very used to like doing a bunch of work and then running really hard. So and feeling good like later in the workout. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not sure there is anything more that I need to say about my race week, but I'm excited to go to LA and uh, yeah, super low expectations. So hopefully I'm happy after it. And then after that, 14 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm literally basing this off Cole Hawker. I think I told you guys this. When he went to Portland and he ran 33 or 34 in his season opener, he said after in his post-race interview, which I thought was like a really good interview, he said, I would have been happy with anything under 340. I did hear that. I, yeah. I remember watching that too. And I was like, oh, that's good. Like, that's a good way to go about it. So I'm like, I would like to have a similar approach to the race and hopefully it goes well, just as well. So and then that's the next day. Then the next day, fly to St. Moritz, getting back over to Europe finally. So that'd Getting be good. All, be all together in those beautiful mountains. Yeah. So that brings us to the final... Um, what would you call it? The final third of the trifecta, I guess? Yeah. I like that. Mr. Oliver Hoare racing at? London right. Diamond League. London Diamond League. Um, Mario was looking at doing Silencia and then he thought, you know what? I don't like the idea of not racing with you two boys. Let's jump into London. So me, Yarrod and Mario are again racing together in a Diamond League. We've done Rabat. We've done Oslo, which was a huge one. And then Yarrod went off and crushed it at USA's. Mario has his Spanish uh, trials I think it's like a week or two weeks. It's the end of July. Yeah, after this race, but this is the London Diamond League. This one I really wanted to do when I heard it got announced because it's running at the West Ham Stadium, which is a Premier League team. Um, but it's also the Olympic Stadium for 2012. Is that correct? Yeah, so so the Olympic Stadium, uh, after the Olympics, like, yeah, West Ham started playing there. Mm. So it's kind of weird that you called it the West Ham Stadium because well, in our eyes, it's the Olympic Stadium. That's where it is currently, well, but the, it was the, the Olympic same. Stadium. And that's a big thing for me is I'd love to, because I remember watching 2012 Olympics. It was a big, inspiring thing um, as a runner, seeing everyone crush it there, particularly in the distance and mid-day events. And um, that's a big diamond league that I always wanted to do. And it's nice to be, see it back on the on the menu, as they say. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it hasn't been in London for like no. ages because freaking West Ham, a bunch of buttholes. Yeah, so Birmingham was one year and then my first diamond league ever was Gateshead, which was a shocker. N- yeah. Not because not of the way it was run and the people and that it was more just the COVID time and we couldn't leave our hotel and it was like 36 hours in the weather. no sleep weather was bad yeah. um, 
Still very more though. Um, but yeah, this is this would be a big one for me. Um, I thought it was meant to be a mile at one point. Now it it's was. They changed it to a 1500, yeah. which I'm a bit. Dude, I'm no, okay no with. miles in the Diamond League this year. The, the reason why maybe pre maybe yeah maybe pre but the reason why it's changed is ranking because if you run really good 1500s those got like you can have five races and more 1500s can count your ranking more than miles so they're seeing it as a better who who's is someone requested or is Jakob didn't want Oslo to be a mile I know that I don't know about who's then London I don't know yeah Josh Kerr maybe Ritz I don't know but I was looking forward (laughs) to doing a mile because um I don't know. I, I, I think outdoor miles are cool. Yeah, I when you're in the form, run. when you're in the form of your life, you'd like to get at least one in. Yeah, outdoors. I'd love to run again, like three forty eight, three forty seven. If it's a quick race, if not mm-hmm. a tactical three fifty race, would be amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, coming into my race week, like I've been dealing with a bit of pelvis stuff, um, just too much dancing. Nah, <laughs> in general, like I've like had some um, issues with my. It, the inner leg is that the abductor? Can you George? just describe it slowly? Um, Where do you feel it? I feel it like right in my groin. In the groin. In the groin area. Mm. Upper upper groin. Upper, <laughs> upper groin and also like lower, lower groin as well. But like the whatever that muscle is that's on the inside of your um, uh, inside. What's this region called? Your leg. Your inner thigh. Inner thigh. My inner thigh. Like I've had a bit of issues with that. Um, on my right side and it's like slowly getting better and then i'll do a really good workout and then like a, two days later like i'll feel it again and then it slowly gets better so it's been a bit of a repetitive cycle jason's been unreal he's been giving me a lot of exercises to get it better um but i think it's turning in the right direction because i wouldn't have been able to do the work as i've been doing if there was something severely wrong um it's just the best thing on top of it and for me this is a challenge because I'm one of those guys that's very, very fortunate and very, very lucky that I haven't had any serious injuries uh, in my career so far. So, like, dealing with this is, like, a very foreign aspect to me. I had my IT band um, after Com Games last year and, like, just learning to be able to stay on top of little things and to be smart about, like, that sort of stuff is, is something that I didn't need to really focus on. But going into London, I leave tomorrow. Um, I'm really excited for this one. And... I don't think Jakob's running it. I think it's me, uh, Mario, Yarrod, and I think Josh Kerr potentially. It's probably like eight Giles, British guys. Um, it's going to be Mills, mostly Frank British. There's going to be a lot of good British guys. They're running crazy, really good right now. Um, it'd be, I'll be cool to see the field. I think Tim, maybe, Chariot is doing it. I've heard rumor. Cheerio. Tim Cheerio. Um, Cheerios. <laughs> Tim Cheerios. Um, but in general for me, like my goals... I'm going to try and keep them high. I'd love to get top three in this race. You should, um, you should lower your expectations. <laughs> I'd love to win it. I'd love to get top three. I mean, one of my dream goals, which I think everyone's goals as a professional one, is to win a Diamond League. It'd be like the coolest thing ever. It's like winning a stage in the Tour de France. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's one thing, I mean, along with a lot of other things like medals at Worlds, etc. But our team doesn't have a Diamond League win. Win, yeah. This could, this could to, be, they are hard to come by. They yeah. are. <laughs> Ollie and Sage both have some seconds. You have seconds. Yeah. And Yarrod has a third. Yarrod's got a second now. Yeah. We've got, you three have all got seconds, but mm-hmm. Alicia's got a second place. That's because usually the guy that wins it is a uh, world champion and will be champ. So it's, it's you know, it's hard yeah, to come We're holding by. out for a, a Diamond League I would love to, love to win one. I know um, Yarrod and Mario will be going for the win too. So it'll be, it'll be a great race and a good tune-up than 
um, after London, we'll, we'll head to St. Moritz and catch up with the rest of the team. The big plans that we have pre-race is to try and see the Oppenheimer Barbie double. Me and Yared have been trying to figure out... When only to go pay see for it. one of them. Yeah, two for one, two for one bundle. Um, we'll try and figure it out. But see, the, the thing is, Yared can get away with that. He somehow he's like able to like oh I just buy a ticket and he just walks in and does it and like he's very casual and chill. For me, I feel like I get caught. Like I feel like I get caught. Like the guy. I don't know why I'd be scary doing it in a foreign country, even though they it's probably the exact same. I gotta say, yeah, I don't. I it's kind of more scary. But um, and that, you got the plan is to see it. Before the <laughs> <laughs> got arrested. Yeah, that'd be a good way to go for out. Barbie or Oppenheimer or whichever. Which do you think is the right order? Barbie then Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer then Barbie? I would. I, me personally. I am very excited to see Barbie, but Oppenheimer is the one that I'm really excited to see. Like that's that's my my priority. That's the big one. I have to choose one, so I'd love to finish on that one. Even though if you walk out really depressed, because apparently the movie will hit some strings. So I would imagine some hard so. strings, some hard strings, but also like just <laughs> make you depressed about like what they created and where it is. Like that we could all die like instantly. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, we're gonna plan on trying to see that. Um, if there's any UK uh, fans or people. Do you know where you're staying? You're staying in just the normal meat hotel? Yeah. Near like, High Regency, I think. Near like the Tower Bridge? Yeah, I think it's or somewhere something. around there. But any fans of Coffee Club or OAC, we're going to be around. If you want to come to the Diamond League, I'm sure maybe it might be sold out. But either way, come like you know check it out. It'll be an amazing meet. There's going to be so many talented races other than ours and um, really excited for it. Do you yeah. think Mo Farrell will be there? Don't Probably. Know. <laughs> I, I mean, when we went to Rabat, I was really hoping that um, El Carouche was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Didn't see him. Damn. He might have been there. Probably up in There's the a box. Lot of people Probably like in a really high up box. The royal family was there. Yeah. El Bacali went up and hugged him and stuff. It was pretty cool. But um, yeah. your last race in the no UK went quite there. well. Sorry? Your last race in the UK went quite well. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, either you're going to have a good amount of fans as Com Games champ, but also... The Ashes are on right now. The Ashes are on right now. Oh my god! That's and, actually and is, in England are losing. So yeah, they might hate you. They might hate me. Yeah, <laughs> that is crazy to think that you're finally going to be racing a country where like saying "Com Games champ" like is probably very it's, meaningful. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. No, that is really. They're cool. They're definitely going to say that when they introduce you. <laughs> yeah, no, it, or it's, they're going to say something about Yard and Mario's teammate <laughs> Holly Hall. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, no, I'm I'm really I'm. London Diamond League. I mean, UK in particular for my racing, like Gateshead was my first ever Diamond League, Birmingham Commonwealth Games. Like racing in the UK, I've always had very special races there. So I'm very excited to go to London and, and race this one. So I'm hoping my pelvis will be good. I'm pretty sure it'll be good. I've been crushing training. I'm really fit. Um, and I have good, I think, reasonable expectations. <laughs> good. But um, yeah. I, I think I'm really excited for this race. But then even moving on, I'm really excited to be in St. Rich with the whole team because everyone, mostly everyone's going to be there. And it's just like, Sabres is a special place with everyone. So. Well, it's going to be that big build up to Worlds, so mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of like the, yeah. That's when we'll start speed work. That's <laughs> when speed work officially starts when we get there. Yeah, speed, speed that work final build up. Though. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah. You guys have a massive training block going into this race, so it's going to be really exciting to see how all the boys do. And is this the first Diamond League fifteen hundred that Jakob's not racing this year? Did he? Has he raced all of them? I think he's raced for bat. He's raced Oslo. Because there wasn't one in Doha, was there? Rabat, Oslo. Ozan. Poland. Poland. That's four. That's crazy. Just because I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think like of watching. I'm trying to think of like a high quality 1500 that he hasn't been in. And this is it. Like the first one of the year. I mean, there's been really high quality ones, but I mean like 
top top class like mm-hmm. just seeing how the race plays out when he's not there because it's when he's in the race it's the most you know like, obvious go. thing ever this one now it's going to be on you three to go in there and uh shake yeah, it I, up i wonder who's the light the spotlight's going to be on because usually there's like one person in the race that everyone kind of focuses on i feel could like be Tim, could be yard i feel like the the meet will make a big deal about the Probably Josh, the local people Josh, like Josh and Neil. I think I think Josh is like their favorite. I don't know if that's true. I mean, Neil's like they're all amazing. Yeah, but jo- Josh is Olympic, He's Olympic medal, so yeah. there'll probably be a lot of hype. There'll probably be like yeah. some yogurt commercial about him or something <laughs> going into it. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> He'll probably have it at the press conference. Yeah. He'll be eating some yogurt or something. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Any of you guys in the press conference? Uh, I haven't had word. I don't. I think they might have Yard. I don't know if they would have me or Mario, but who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Garrett in a press conference. That's always a... I'd love yeah, to see that. It's always nice to see. Volunteers indeed. So that's the trifecta. So cool that uh, we're going to get to go do that mm. and just all race and have some fun. Do what we uh, love doing. And then we'll all meet up after it in St. Moritz. We'll come together. So Next episode coming to you from the rooftop, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, back. it worked pretty well for the two of us. We'll be back. So. We've just been looking at the weather recently, and it is not going to be warm, which is annoying because I'm trying to pack for summer, not for like winter. <laughs> also, it's kind of concerning going into worlds is going to be warm, so you want some level of heat. Like mm. you can heat train by just wearing a lot of clothes, but I think everyone would prefer to heat train by just like living in a hot climate. Hopefully, it heats up. So we'll see. We'll see we'll what see. happens. But no, those key well, events key, will be hot. They might be hot. Yeah, but I've just been like Boulder's been very hot for the last week. But I've actually been loving it. Apart from the fact that we train like way too early in the morning now. That's like my main thing that I don't like about it. But Yeah, but you're usually an early riser. Yeah, but I, I am. But at the same time, I love to have time in between like waking up and... Mm. Like to, to progress your morning. And yeah. running. I don't like to like be feel rushed in that at all. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the race week. We're uh, still running two hours later than Helen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't even get us started when she trains. She trains with the sun. When the sun rises, so does Helen. Yep. And then by the time we train, she's already taken her first nap of the day. <laughs> which nap is one of three. Which is not a joke. Yeah. That is real. That is what it takes to be the best in the world, I guess. No, none of us are capable of that. <laughs> I can't. I can't sleep. I got too much going on in my mind. Yeah. So that's our races. The only other thing that we really want to recap today is the Poland. Mm. Is it Silesia? Silencia. 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 Glacier. 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 So we had, I mean, yeah, Jakob ran 327, blah, blah, blah. Ran really one like, point, <laughs> once 1.14 seconds off the world record. Great pacing from Stewie. Shout out to Stewie, especially kicking out kicking, kicking, him. kicking him at the end. Yeah. At the end. Stewie like literally dropped him. <laughs> but Stewie just did look great. So yeah. it was good to see. Good A to great see. 1500. But the big one for us was the comeback of Sage, I think. Mm after usa's which was disappointing i just could not believe that two days she was back in boulder two days later on a plane to poland and then two days later racing like the best women in the world so it was crazy and uh she absolutely crushed it she can't what she come fourth fourth and 158.0 i think her second fastest time ever so the summer of sage is back on revenge tour I mean, it's it is sad because like fuck, like if, if you're she, running that, like, like she could do some crazy things at Worlds, but still, it's just so impressive to like see someone go out and do that after a very disappointing race just the week before. So, good yeah. turnaround. 
good good ten hour stage. Makes us very happy. And she's also racing in London. Yeah. In the eight hundred yeah. as well. And I think Alicia's also racing. I think Alicia and Josette are racing the five K. I oh, forgot yeah, there was the a women's five K there. Josette confirmed as well. Same race. Yeah, I forgot there's a women's five K there. So wow, a lot of our team is going and racing. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, is there anything else from us today? That was nice. Um, I I would like to mention, which I know we all pretty amazed by him, but Cameron Myers, yeah, thirty three to Olympic. He's the first Australian to get the Olympic standard, and his progression, man, it's been crazy. Give him a shout out. Like, what did he run in Australia? Did he run like three thirty seven, three thirty eight, three thirty eight? Yeah. And whenever Europe, and that was, they made such a big deal when you're yeah. at 230. Because it is such a big deal. He's 17. You know what it reminds me of his progression is Mario. Like his last year of college to Worlds. Like he just kept getting quicker and quicker and quicker. And it's nice to see. And he posted on Instagram, um, this, well, I saw it this morning, uh, that he's not doing Budapest Worlds, which, which is like, for me personally, I think it's a shame because I think the experience you can get from that is huge for, for him at, at that age. And having that exposure and also like just obviously momentum's going his way, but also a very, very smart move, which yeah. is a suspiciously mature decision. Yeah. Very mature decision <laughs> by deciding like, you know what? I think this is like the end of my year. I've had a great run of it. I'm going to refresh. Get ready for next Get one. ready for Paris 24. Very smart. Um, very smart. Um, pretty awesome to see. You you got to love. Yeah. So what are you around? 333? Two. Yeah. And the standard was 3335. So yeah. take it off. And he's 17 off. years old. 17 years old. He interviewed really well, um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're... There's debate on our team whether he looks old or young. I think he looks so young, but Mario keeps I telling think he me... looks young. Mario keeps telling me that he has really big shoulders. So I think what Mario's referring to is he's, he's, a, he's a bigger boy. He's not small. Yeah. But he's got a baby face. He looks baby so face. young. He's like very physically well-developed. Yeah. 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 Which doesn't yeah. really mean anything. He's got no. cool earrings too. He's got the two... I do like his Yeah, he's got good good style, but um, he's coached by Dick Telford and Dick yeah. Telford. So when's he going to Oregon? Crazy good runners. I is he actually going? That to hasn't Oregon? been officially know. announced. <laughs> I'll be way less of a fan of him. Well, just because the Oregon thing. Not what he should do is he should, he should honestly just scrap it, and then just come to OSU. Will no, he comes to Coffee Club. We'll look after him. We'll pay his NIL. Jordy can coach him. <laughs> We'll we'll cover his costs and um, Gus will look over the finances to see if it's possible. But you know. maybe we should try and get an NIL athlete. We were, we were talking about it on the run yeah, on we our double yesterday. Yeah. We were like, you know who, who can, can do an NIL? It's a great question. Cameron Mars would be great. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to go like Moneyball about this and be like, like what's the best value statistic pick? wise? Yeah, yeah. What's get the, the statistics in. We gotta we gotta. Do some research on it. Yeah. Uh, but what yeah, would they wear? Amazing. Like, imagine just like lining up with the coffee club visor on and NCAA champs. That'd be <laughs> unreal. That'd be so mm-hmm. good. Um, also, have to give a really quick shout out to Avery because he asked me to. He left us today after being here for two months in the summer. He's driving all the way back to Ohio. So thanks for coming, Avery. Thanks, Avery. Our intern who does nothing but. Uh, yeah, our intern <laughs> hangs around and then orders in some of your cookies. But uh, we, you tell you what, his presence, miss you. his presence is we're gonna miss you. Always, po- always positive, you know. Yeah, positive presence. So that's it. Episode ninety-five in the books. Um, yeah, wish us luck. I guess. Gonna go out there and try kick some booty. But yeah. take, take take work off. Yeah, this, take take Friday weekend. off. Enjoy the big the long weekend, the yeah. coffee club trifecta. But yeah, that's episode ninety five. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Thank you.